Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Come through, queen. I wanna see ya come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come, come Through, through queen. queen. This is episode 64. You don't know Leanne Lockin. Welcome to Come Through Queen. We've got a special guest in the house, BuzzFeed's own Louis Peitzman, who got his master's degree in the Real Housewives of Orange County just last year. He's here to talk about that journey and the season premiere with us today. We begged Andy for it, and it's finally here. Flesh-eating bacteria, hot dog costumes, and more. The Real Housewives of Dallas trailer. And we're sad to see her go. Our mother, Eileen Davidson, announced her departure from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And Bethany is telling Parade Magazine that she wants more diversity on Real Housewives of New York. And we're keeping tabs of our housewives on social media. Tinsley is vacationing with Carol and Adam. Dorinda's at the Fat Jewish's Pink Party with Siggy Flicker and Dolores. Sharice is hanging out in Atlanta trying to get a peach and more. Speaking of Sharice, she's still the worst and we'll be <laughs> recapping the Real Housewives of Potomac reunion part one and the new episode of Real Housewives of New York. And as always, we'll have the Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. Welcome, Louis. Thank you for having me. <laughs> uh, we've wanted you on the show since you went on your journey last year for Orange County, so I feel like this is the perfect time. The new season's back. Yeah, no, we tried for like a long time. Yeah. But I'm really lazy and you live in Brooklyn. So, <laughs> so yeah. Also, um, we'll link to the thread that you have, the master thread of your journey <laughs> through mm. Real Houses of OC. Which like lost me a lot of followers. Really? really? I've like picked up followers from it, but people are like not here for... Housewives Some, like, big-time producer was like, you tweet about Housewives too much. That thread is oh. terrible. It's like, well, <laughs> excuse you, but it's all I have going for me, so. 
Um, big time producer, don't follow at not Brendan or <laughs> at IDK IDK. Because that's pretty much the only content I tweet other than Little Mix content. No, but I was literally falling asleep last night, like going through it, like while I was about, like my head on my pillow, just going through that thread and I was saving a bunch of the <laughs> like screen grabs. Because you actually did a good job of like screen grabbing like moments that are forgotten. Yeah. In like the years and years since these moments happened, but are in their own way iconic. And we're going to get to that during the deep dive after we discuss the season premiere. But we'll start with the Dallas trailer, which we all just sat together and watched once again. What do you guys think, season two of Dallas? I feel like there was a lot of focus on the new Housewives. Is that like normal? I haven't watched a trailer with like, I guess they were kind of not rebooting it, but they took so long to come up with season two that I feel like maybe they're... Yeah, we, actually, you know, I don't think there usually is a big focus on the new housewives. Like when Jules and Tinsley, like, well, Tinsley was like Tinsley was already a name. Yeah, Tinsley was a name. But Jules, like this new woman who we haven't met yet, Peggy. Yeah, like, she was. They're not. They're, they're in there a little bit. Like yeah. Peggy's in that trailer a little bit. But I feel like there's a lot of focus on the new housewives, which I'm not thrilled about. Do we know, remember their names? I know there's the blonde one, Dandra, and the blonde one, Sharice. Not Sharice. It's something <laughs> with a C. Okay. Well, well, the blonde L. Woods, and then the one who fights with her Deandra mom. Simmons. Deandra Simmons. She is coming for Lisa Vanderpump's crown, and I'm, I want her to take it. <laughs> the crown is heavy, darling. Well, Lisa's not doing anything with it, so... Exactly. Um, the other one's mom is instantly... <laughs> I know, she should be holding the, like, electronically generated star. She I looks like... that star. <laughs> she looks like... Gloria Allred, if yeah. Gloria Allred like just discovered makeup. Do I'm, you know what I mean? I'm curious what the family business is. Do you have any idea? Uh, some, I don't know. No. Yeah, I'm it's like, the Trump administration. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, they work in the White House. Uh, um, that's another thing we're gonna have to deal with. Like, they're they're all Trump voters. Yeah, I feel like so. I feel like that's the case. Yeah. I don't think Leanne's a Trump voter. Uh, I don't think she voted. That's my that's my pet theory based on nothing. I could see her not voting. She, I think she could go either way in terms of the actual vote. But um, speaking of Le- Leanne, she was definitely like the star of this trailer. Well, they know that they have like that she's the star of the show. Yeah. So it's. I mean, I feel like this, like I like to compare this and Potomac since they both kicked off at the same time. And like in Potomac, I feel like there isn't a shining light like Leanne. No, there's like no breakout star in Potomac. Sharice thinks she's the breakout oh, star. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, who would Giselle? Like, I don't... I mean, well, it's, like, sort of Giselle yeah. and sort, sort of Karen, and, like, neither of them really have that interesting of a plot going on, so... Right. They don't really... Like, like Karen and Giselle have potential to be the Tamara and Vicky, but... Yeah. Aren't. Right. Um, but we got Leanne in a hot dog costume, um, which... Twice. I, twice. Like, it's... Like, well, it's in the scene, and then she brings it for They were, like, for the talking head, they were like, excuse me, you need to put up the hot dog costume. <laughs> <laughs> and she was ready to like, do it. Um, She's a team player, I will say. Yeah. Even, like, on social media, like, she'll engage with any, like, any well, promo. We're literally the only people engaging with no, her. No, no. She probably gets... Okay, she definitely gets less mentions than, like, Lewis does, but, like, we probably... Rival her. You think so? <laughs> Who's tweeting at the Dallas Housewives? I mean, I think the other ones are probably... I mean, I think of all of them, Leanne's getting the most, certainly. Yeah. So, like, who's tweeting at, like, Brandy? Me. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you're a Brandy and Steph super fan. You're I will a- say, like, usually in between seasons of Housewives, I unfollow 
most of the housewives and then refollow them back when it starts again. Didn't unfollow the Dallas women. That's nice of you. Oh, wow. You didn't want them to watch their numbers go down. No. <laughs> but, like, what are, they, what are they even talking about, like, during the off-season? I can't even imagine. They're going to a lot of charity events, of course. How many housewives follow you on Twitter? Leanne does, because I went to watch what happens live with her. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember. <laughs> um, and then Dorinda still does. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, I nervously check every so often. Just to see if she's still like, following please, you. please, Dorinda. I mean, How many I follow you, like, a lot? No, just Leanne and, uh, God, I mean, Eden did. Eden still does. Oh. She's, <laughs> she's in, now an ex, ex-friend of. Yeah. Um... I feel like that's it. I don't know. Kelly Dodd followed me and then I soft blocked her. Oh. oh. A mute. Because I remember I hadn't seen that TMZ video and then I watched it and I was like, I don't need this in my life. Yeah. Um, we can talk about this when we get to OC, but there are a lot of Kelly Dodd super fans now. Yeah. Um, but let's, anything else in Dallas? Uh, the flashlight eating bacteria. That was shocking. It's well, it's just, I feel like it's, this is like a trope now. I'm thinking about that top model season where they had the flesh eating bacteria. Did you guys watch that? No. No. It's not a trope. It's just a thing that I remember happening on reality TV before where like someone has a rash and then like everyone's convinced it's flesh eating bacteria and there was a huge health scare. Well, we've got a lot of trailers with like a housewife in a stretcher these days. Like Glamis last season. Oh yeah. Someone was in a, was like, they were praying over someone else. And OC this year, too. Well, they were praying over Tamara. Oh, Tamara? Yeah, that was from the premiere. Isn't them, the Lydia praying over her about her daughter? No, no, no. Like the, or uh, someone, like, in, in peril? No, like, this is another, like, hospital thing. Was it her facelift, do you think? Are we going to see it? <laughs> no, I don't think so. It looks great. Looks great. She looks like Pheromone from Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, that's... If you listen to this, you know that's the greatest of comedy. I mean, it looks great, but it looks a little bit like Jigsaw. Oh! <gasps> No, it's really angular. I think it looks. I, sh- I think she's giving me Kristen Chenoweth, fresh faced. Didn't Kristen Chenoweth say that she wanted to play Tamra? She said people online have been talking about it, and that person online is me. Because <laughs> I went back and googled like Kristen Chenoweth, Tamra, and, just and just it was you. me. <laughs> I'll have to check on that because Dan loves to take credit for a lot of. Okay, <laughs> um, so Dallas, I'm. Pump for it. I hope it's good. I can't wait to see Brandy throw a dildo at the blonde, or the new Elwoods, or whatever. <laughs> um, so, moving on from that to some sad news. Some really, really sad news. I guess it started with the picture that Camille took in Las Vegas with everyone from last season, other than Eden and Eileen, with the addition of Maloof. Uh, Camille, and then a new woman who has been identified as Teddy Mellencamp. Daughter so we don't of know. If, we don't. We don't think they're going to be full time. Like Adrian and Camille are not going to be full time, oh, right? I think it's like too early to say. I feel like a lot of people are really saying this is Camille's season to be full time again, but I don't know. I want Maloof back. Yeah, I really? would. I would take Maloof before she Camille. She does magic now. <laughs> <laughs> so when when people saw this picture, they were saying, "Where is Eileen?" And then everyone was hoping that she was the one holding the camera. No one was actually like that's saying. So, that's, like, that's just like so shady. That's like, <laughs> but also she would be the one holding the camera. Yeah, so it's true. Um, so she was kind of forced to make a statement. So she posted on Instagram after a lot of thought because of my crazy sheds at Young and the Restless and Days of Our Lives. Duel. Uh, <laughs> Duel. I've decided it's best for me and my fam to step away from being a housewife for now. But you never know. I might be popping in to see what the ladies are up to from time to time. Thanks for your love and support, guys. Heart, 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 heart. So I'm 
upset about this as an Eileen fan. Yeah, as a, um, what's her and Erica's ship name? Her and Erica? Yeah. Oh yeah, they had a beautiful sisterhood. I will miss their sisterhood. I just don't know what happens to Rinna now. I know, she's like... She had like one ally. Lost at sea without her life vest. I think Erica will take her in after Rinna saved her in um, wherever they were abroad. When they were up in like the sky. You mean when she deflected attention from Erica (laughs) freaking out by talking (laughs) about... Yeah, that was a noble move. I maintain that was like the best thing Rinna ever did. Was exactly. like Eileen was clearly so upset, and Erica was having a meltdown, and she was like, "I'm just gonna lodge an accusation for you know, <laughs> or nothing." Um, so I think that's that. We'll see how that pans out. If any of these former housewives are actually coming back, um, but there was a lot of other images being floated around on Instagram <laughs> over the People past were week. Instagramming. Um, so let's start with Sharice. So she actually posted like 10 photos from this event. Try hard. Relax. Yeah. Yeah, one's enough, but it's her down in Atlanta celebrating Cynthia Bailey's 50th birthday party, which, mind you, her 50th birthday was back in February, so I'm not really understanding the timing of all this. But Do you think they have to like clear it with Bravo? Yeah, maybe they just were saving it for filming. What if I have, like, a surprise bitch 30th birthday party in, like, November <laughs> yes. after my birthday tomorrow? That, that'll be fun. And we all have to dress up as different versions of you. Yes. <laughs> wait, Cynthia, wait, Cynthia's birthday? Yeah, this she's, is And she's 50? She's 50. God, she looks incredible. Yeah. But so... Not the point. She just happens to look incredible. She looks incredible. The theme of the party was, uh, like... Uh, Night of a Thousand Cynthia's, I yeah, guess. Yeah, it's like, it's like when RuPaul does the Night of a Thousand Ruse. Yeah. Um, so, Sharice was obviously very happy to be there. One of the captions of her post was, Can a Potomac girl get a peach? Uh, crying, laughing, emoji. Love meeting these beauties. Sheree Whitfield, Portia for real. I love Atlanta. Just hashtag just Sharice. Yikes. <laughs> um, I mean... If Potomac goes down the toilet, she's not the, the housewife I choose. It still gets to... good ratings, though, right? Like, it's still, like... Interestingly enough, I, like, checked in on this after this past week, and it kind of, like, floats above and below New York. Right. Like, sometimes it's better than New York, sometimes it's worse than New York. Right. Which is crazy to me. I know. Like, who... Like, why... It's like, this was such a boring season. Right. But, I mean, there are so few housewife shows that have any people of color on them that it makes That's sense true. that, like, they're going... That the ones that do are going to have an audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe Bethany's on to something, which we'll get to. I'm sure Beth- <laughs> I'm sure this is not altru- altruistic of her. I'm sure she's thinking about the bottom line here. <laughs> yes, as always. Um, okay. So then we get... This past weekend, there was a pink party... Here in New York City, I think the fat Jewish was, like, co-hosting it or hosting it or something. Maybe it has to do with his rosé. Dorinda was there. And then Siggy and Dolores from New Jersey were, th- were there as well. Um, and Dorinda mostly only posted photos of herself. And I think one with John as well. But then Siggy acknowledged Dorinda in her own uh, Instagram post. Yeah. Well, Dorinda's, like, tight with the New Jersey girls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because she was at the the Teresa. Book, she was at Teresa's book, book party, where, where we where we were both uh, in the same room. But yes. Not, yes. Oh my god. I had to I had to run away from that party. That was too much. My invite. Was I, you made months. it. You made it on camera. I know. <laughs> I was like. Meanwhile, I was like avoiding all the cameras. <laughs> the highlight of my life. Um, the good thing about this party, though, is it wasn't filmed for either of the franchises because they're both in between filming. True. So we don't have to deal with the fat Jewish on another. Housewives show. That's a fun fact. Why do they love him so much? 
He's just so funny. It's like as basic as you can get. Yeah. Right. Okay, sure. That's a good answer. Um, so, Brendan, you're the one who brought this to my attention, so why don't you tell us? So, I was like perusing Instagram, <laughs> and I noticed that Tinsley posted this photo of her, and she captioned it like, photo by Adam Kenworthy. Mm-hmm. So, there's also a photo on Carol's Instagram that is taken in the same place. And they're in Spain. So Tinsley, has she replaced Bethany as Carol's traveling partner? Mm. And then there were those rumors that Carol and Adam broke up because they like hadn't been seen together in a while and he moved out or something. They're just living their lives. Yeah, they're, they're doing their own thing. <laughs> yeah. So that that's it. But, like, what, if, what if Tinsley and Adam were together, though? Oh my god, she passed the torch. <laughs> well, this is what I think. I think eventually Adam is going to want to move on and have a family, and I think Carol will be fine with it, and she's going to play the aunt type in that. That is so depressing when you frame it that way. I mean, like, I feel like you're leaving out of the equation the fact that there's going to be another woman in the picture who would probably not want Carol to play the aunt type. <laughs> I feel like Carol is really good friends with Adam's parents since <laughs> they'll, they'll, like, all be a family together. So Maybe Adam will get back together with, uh, what's her name? Oh, that would be so good. With, uh, the niece. From, oh, the niece. From Work of Art. Yes. Yeah, Lou's niece. Or even better, like, give him someone from Gallery Girls. <laughs> what are they up to? Um, and then, last on the Instagram train is Kenya Moore finally revealing a photo of her and her now husband um, here in New York, I believe. And she, and he lives in New York, so that's, there's been, like, talk of, like, what's gonna happen. She should join New York. I know, that would be, that would actually be fun. I, I, I want a transplant where you don't like this, Lewis. No, I just, like, I'm, like, really mixed on Kenya because I'm still watching Atlanta. Oh. So I'm in, like, early days still. Yeah. Well, you just... Like her first season? Second season. Second season. This is the perfect time to bring that up. So you started Atlanta from the beginning? Yeah. So I had never... Well, I watched season one, like, ages ago, mm-hmm. and then I picked it up season two premiere. Yeah. Which is great. I mean, it's all... It's so good. Yeah. Atlanta never lets you down. Truly. They're just, they're such professionals. Like, they know exactly what they're doing, but not even in, like, an artificial way, the way, like, New Housewives do it. Yeah. Like, they're just naturally, like, so good at being on TV. And Kenya, I feel like, in the early days, it's hard to be Team Kenya, but, like, she grows on you eventually, I think. She just keeps fat shaming Candy, and I feel very protective of Candy. Mm, mm. So That's you, not my only reason why I don't like her. I just, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I, like, went through a bunch of gifts of her today, and I was like, oh, she's hilarious. Yeah. And the alliances shift mm-hmm. in Atlanta, like... Tectonic plates. <laughs> Is that like a thing that shifts? Yeah. Yeah. That's how earthquakes happen. Um, so I guess last in the news, we have Bethany was interviewed by Parade Magazine. And one of the questions that they asked was, how would you like to see the Real Housewives evolve? And she responded, I'd like to see some younger cast members. No. <laughs> I'd like to see an African-American woman on the show. I suggested someone who didn't work out. There are really no Jewish women in the cast. There are also no Asian, Latino, or gay women on the show. I like it to represent New York more. I can just imagine Jill Zarin, like, printing this out and highlighting the no Jewish women part. (laughs) (laughs) Bring me! Um, But otherwise, yeah, I feel like that's... I don't know. That's such an easy thing for her to say that I feel like will not actually change anything. Well, it's interesting. Like, I feel like this is normally an answer she would give in response to asking about the diversity. Like, she brought this up out of nowhere like how, how did the housewives evolve it was just a little interesting to see her bring it up 
herself. Right, but like a Parade magazine interview is like such a PR, yeah. like softball, like here are the questions, write out your answers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think she was on there to promote Deli Meat. She was. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I read that, I read the beginning of the uh, article, I didn't even get to this part, mm-hmm. and I, it was about deli meat, and I was like, why did he send me this article about <laughs> Bethany's deli meat? Um, but you pointed out before we started recording that this is slight Jules erasure. Yeah. Right, well, I mean, she's saying that there are no current, current. Yeah. right, yeah. there have been Asian women on Housewives shows, there obviously have been Latino women on Housewives shows, mm-hmm. there haven't really been any gay women Except I mean, for... Kim was gay for, like, a season. Yeah, Kim yeah, was, yeah. and yeah. what's her name? Fernanda was supposed to be a housewife? On OC? Yeah. 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 But well, Alexis didn't want that, right? Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I blame Alexis for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I guess we'll move on to the Potomac reunion part one. Brendan, did you watch this? Because I know you don't always watch Potomac. <laughs> uh, I've been watching since I fell off yeah um yeah but it's like why am i even watching part one of two only two parts thankfully um i'm trying to remember what actually happened and what was in the preview for next week yeah because it was like i feel like very little actually happened um they're still rehashing the same shit but it's like boring yeah i mean they never have anything interesting to actually argue about and i feel like the stuff that happened with karen happened after the show after they wrapped the stuff about her owing a lot of money yeah right yeah the news of it came out the day the finale aired, so the reunion was already right. in the- Which, like, did anyone doubt that she, like, owed a ton of money and that's why she, like, fled her home? Yeah. I mean... Um, there were some things that... I don't know if you noticed this. They let slip that they were filming it in New York, the reunion. Oh, yeah. Because, like... Because they were, they were, like, when they were fighting over Karen getting, like, plastic surgery in New York or something... She, uh, Giselle said you were you were here in New York getting some work done, but I feel like with the lesser cities they don't make a big deal of it anymore. Like being filmed at like some grand place in that city. Yeah, like they used to do with like especially like Jersey. They did in Jersey a lot, and they'd make a big deal about like where they are an undisclosed location or yeah. like some big theater or whatever. <laughs> I mean, what does OC do? It isn't L- OC like in LA probably? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I never really thought about the OC. Yeah, OC always looks like just like someone. I don't think Beverly, I don't think Beverly Hills is ever actually Beverly Hills. Plus, like Karen probably lives closer to New York than to DC at this point, or Potomac. It's true, <laughs> she's fled. Um, like, but like Atlanta has had it, and this might be like a spoiler. One time they did it in the aquarium. Um, they <laughs> spoiler alert! <laughs> you ruined the show for Lois now. <laughs> um, and stuff like that. New York is always they always name the location like the Financial Museum, mm. right? Because there are so many venues in New York that like make sense for a reunion. Yeah. yeah. Um, they tried out Giselle's new man Sherman, which I thought was interesting because she previously <laughs> dated a Herman. <laughs> <laughs> Giselle in those Sherman Monster shoes. <laughs> nice. Um, there was like boring stuff about Robin defending her relationship with Juan. I'm so over that relationship. Like, I, as I, is Juan. <laughs> truly. Um, and like, why also, is- Robin is so much more. Like, when they weren't filming, like the part where they were like mic'd but weren't mm-hmm. being filmed, and Robin was talking about like beating the crap out of Ashley. Oh, yeah. And I was like, she's like more interesting when she's not on camera. She's just not made for the camera. Right, but I think she's also holding back a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, she clearly, like, wants to throw down. They're all holding... They're either holding back or, like, putting out, like, these, like, fake airs that just suck. Like, sure, all Sharice... Oh, Sharice, everything she talks about is fake. <laughs> um, I liked her hair. <laughs> that, that really sways me. 
Um, I know I, the one part about Sharice when they were talking about like I guess it was Giselle who brought her up on Watch Rabbins Live. I think Sharice said, "Watch what's happening live." <laughs> <laughs> um, also, the fact that the drama this season all revolved around clips from Watch Rabbins Live <laughs> is insane. Yeah, right. It really is. Yeah, that is true. Um, that's not like unprecedented though, but usually they move past it. Yeah, but like they don't like to do drama that's like re- reunion or and but I've noticed like a shift stuff. in the past like year or so. They're doing more like instead of saying last year and then playing a clip from the reunion, they'll say at the reunion now. Yeah, it's getting to be a little more like pull the cameras back, which I like. Right. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Like Teen Mom OG. Teen Mom OG. Um, it seemed like a lot of time had passed between when they wrapped filming and the reunion, like more than usual. Yeah. Didn't they say it was a year after? Was it a full year? They said they said like it, like something about a year. Yeah. Yeah. Because she because um, Giselle said she met Sherman a year ago, right after filming. Right. So like that's, that's a like, huge. That's a long time. Well, yeah. It's I mean, not as bad as when they did on Jersey when they like filmed the reunion as they were wrapping the next season, which was a disaster. I love that. Jacqueline didn't show up. Or she didn't show up at all. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think like. Both, I mean, we've been talking about Potomac and Dallas, like, where are they for months and months? I think they just, like, have been waiting for a time to slip them in. I guess. I don't, I'm so confused by all of it. Like, I don't really know what their plan was with Dallas. Like, if they really want to, did they just want to drop it and they were trying to find a reason not to? Or, like, like what happened that made it take that long? And, and both. And yeah. Potomac did well, so they had no reason to hold it off for that long. Yeah, but, th- but neither of them are, like, really the full seasons like the other cities. Like, they're, like, ten episodes... I wonder, right. I wonder if that's going to be the case with Dallas again. Probably. Probably, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, they they have really erratic. Like all the, if you like look at the Wikipedias, which I spent all my day on, my days like looking at Wikipedias of them, like they always have different number of episodes like per seasons. Like they're never consistent. Yeah. Well, I mean, usually they're in the twenties. Yeah. But they're but they're not consistent. And like Atlanta started off also with like twelve, and then like fifteen, and then like twenty. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Maybe they're just building. Grow, it up. They're growing up. <laughs> and now they do like a half a season of reunion shows on Atlanta. <laughs> right. <laughs> a full month of reunion. Um, so thankfully, we only have one more episode of this reunion. Maybe it'll be good. Maybe <laughs> we'll see. I don't like they would have shown something. I mean, did anything it. happen on Potomac the season that you like? Like, I thought that the fight between Ashley and her husband was pretty dark. I thought that was like the highlight of the season. I was I want like uh, uh, Darby rules rather than like the real. But also because they clearly like weren't they didn't know they were being they did not know they were being filmed. But like that seemed like a genuine like we hate each other and like yeah don't, we're not we forgot there are cameras there. Yeah, and I'm like actually really interested in like a this. I didn't like it because it was like good for a housewife show. I liked it because it was good for like a show that I like to watch about like a small business trying to get off the ground and like what works and what doesn't yeah. work. Yeah, an emu doesn't work. Right. <laughs> Um, so... And why are they serving Corona at an Australian bar? Because it's Ashley's favorite beer. Crab Foster's. <laughs> I recently tried to order food from an Australian place, and it was not... There was, like, no kangaroo. There was no emu. So emu. what was even Austra- Australian? A shrimp on the it was, it was, like, basically glorified Gator. Outback. It was, like, more expensive Outback. Hmm. Where it's, like, you know, barbecue-y. Blooming onion. Yeah. All right, so we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with... New York fresh off of it, so stay tuned. So now it's time to discuss New York, which we're, ju- we're just fresh off of right now. What an episode. I thought this was going to be a dud, but... Yeah, this was like the palette. Wait, why do you think it was going to be a dud? Because it was pre-trip? 
Yeah, and like the preview didn't really show any of, of that beautiful disaster that just happened. Uh, the date? No, just everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the date and the dinner. The date was in the preview for the season, right? Yeah. Or, or, or we've seen that before. Yeah, we've seen like Tinsley making out with making out with that bear, with that bear man. He was cute. Yeah, but I feel like they're appropriating our culture. Oh. <laughs> you know. Um, but we started the episode with Dorinda seemingly vlogging into her phone. <laughs> that was so weird. <laughs> and like there was no explanation for it. Also, she said that she, ever since Mary Tyler Moore threw her hat up in Manhattan, she wanted to move to Manhattan, but it was Minneapolis, <laughs> a city that's very proud of Mary Tyler Moore. Oh yeah, true. It's Minneapolis, right? Something like that. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. But maybe Good job, she, Dorinda. Maybe she's like, uh, like making audio notes for a book or something. Cause that, doesn't that sound like something she would say in a book? Like, I always knew I wanted to move to my I thought it was, like, an interview or something. Like, I didn't know what was oh, happening. Yeah. Like, she was being interviewed, but then, like, over FaceTime. I just sort of thought, like, she was having a conversation <laughs> with someone. Since that memory is going, she's just trying to record <laughs> it all before it goes. Uh, her memory really is something. Uh, and we get Bethany planning this trip with Team Beth. Yeah, Joanne. Joanne was the name of the woman? Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, where do you think you're <laughs> Um, Never have we seen such care go into planning this uh, a, a vacation. The itinerary on Skinny Girl, letterhead. Is the branding worse this season, or is it just like... It, like Because the snowboard was a lot, too. I feel like it's really intense right now. Yeah, but like, last year we had like the hotel room stocked with it, and remember... She, she I mean, like, this is not nothing new. She gave Kelly Skinny Girl, a bag of Skinny Girl products, which Kelly felt was threatening. I feel threatened. I feel threatened as well. <laughs> Especially if she tries to come at me with a deli meat. Wait, do you remember, didn't Kelly, like, literally cry over that? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like by the end of this season... You're gonna cry over Skinny Girl product placement? We will all be Kelly Ben Simone. Um, and so basically, she... Bethany decides without yet telling anyone that she's going to let... Ramona come on the trip she just can't come to the excursion to the distillery because she doesn't want her ruining her brand or whatever yeah and also the original plan was for Ramona to come late with Lou but then Lou but she really did plan this poorly because it was like did she actually tell Luann to invite her or was she like because you and I were both were debating this because I thought that she wanted Luann to invite her and Luann seemed to think more like Bethany had to invite her but they would go with Bethany's plan of coming late yeah, there seems to be a lot of miscommunication there in terms of, like, inviting Ramona. Right. And Ram- and then we get to the dinner. Well, I mean, we were... Before we got to the dinner, we were given a zany Sonia Morgan solo scene. Oh. Which I actually... She's been waiting on me, but this one at her... Uh, the laser hair removal. Place, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought brought us a lot of great moments, including... Her referring to her pubes as Madison. Madison Avenue Blonde. Yes. <laughs> um, she also said that she's the most amazing buffed, puffed pussy there is. And then to- and she talked about Tom as well. Oh, that, that was so okay. weird. She said everyone's hairless. Tinsley is, Luann is, Tom never told me anything. Which I think she means when, like... BL? Yeah, BL... Like, Tom never informed her that that was the trend? I think, yeah, I think it was, like, he never told me that I should 
shave or get hair removal. Oh, okay. That's how I took it, which was totally, given how many people she's had sex with, it's crazy that she would bring up Tom. I mean, it's not crazy, but it's like, she has this thing where she acts like she doesn't understand why Luann's so upset with she her. Loves and she loves to do it. She keeps bringing it up <laughs> in a way that's like so like inorganic. Like, why would you ever mention like one of your many fuck buddies from years ago? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I did forget also the, the part where Carol was telling Bethany the story of how she went to court with Adam to help him get his security deposit back. <laughs> it just read to me very momish. I feel like Bethany's over it. Like, her face is like, she doesn't want to listen to it anymore. Well, Bethany's um, only obsessed with herself. No, but I really feel like the election, like, was a turning point for Bethany because she had to kind of, like, listen to Carol talk about, like, really, kind of talk, like, really intensely about mm. things that weren't Bethany. And I think she kind of lost interest, and now she seems bored in those scenes. Well, good. Free her to Dorinda and Tinsley and let those be the true sisters of Carol. I, that would just mean then Tinsley has to come back next season. <laughs> I think coming she, around. I think she could do. She could come back. I think she could have a after like learning from her maybe mistakes this season. Mm-hmm. Like right, and look at her in the preview for like the vacation. Looks like she's gonna be doing. Shit. Yeah, I think the reunion will seal her fate. I mean, I never. I guess I never really know because like so many season one, first season Housewives are duds. Like it's really hard to come out swinging and like not go too far like Kelly Dodd. Yeah. So like I don't really know what the criteria is for like getting asked back. Mm-hmm. Right. And I feel like flying under the radar for the most part and then picking it up a little at the end should be enough. Yeah. It's, it's, a, like, sign, it's a sign that you're going to go into your next season like ready to go. Mm-hmm. Have you met Claudia Jordan on Atlanta? No. Okay. I mean, I know she's coming. Yeah. That's a very interesting case of someone in their first season. But you're not there yet, so you'll see. <laughs> I'm not, like, spoiler-reverse, but yeah, I don't yeah. have that context yet. Um, okay. Any, anything this, else before we get to the big this dinner? This dinner. This dinner in a steakhouse. It was, like... I'm not gonna say it was, like, as iconic as some other dinners we've been through in this Housewives franchise. Yeah, we were just in the Bronx a few <laughs> weeks oh ago. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, like... There were a lot of great moments in this also. Yeah. Ramona's eyes were doing a lot of the work, the heavy lifting. <laughs> yeah. Dorinda was like a little lit up, but like in a fun way. Yeah, mm-hmm. she had like fun lines, like her dragging Tinsley's long hair, like bartering. Oh my god. Give her. Wait, the thing about the thing about like Tinsley with long hair and like seeing her from behind and she turns around and you're horrified at her face was like so needlessly cruel. Tinsley is beautiful. I don't understand. And Dorinda had like a rhyme for it. It was see him from the back, museum from the front. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> um and then when they were talking about the guy that she was gonna go on the blind date with. She said, God knows I love a good bear. It's again, like, appropriating gay culture. Do you think Adam identifies as an, as an otter? Oh my god, probably. Or, like, a wolf. Adam? Adam does have, like, gay voice, but I think that's just, like, like 20-something vocal fry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love vocal fry. Me too. It's why Mike Wolfsmith also seems gay. Who? Mike, Wol- Mike Wolfsmith oh. has gay voice, too, because he's, like, a SoCal, like... Got like that surfer like vocal fry thing where they kind of all sound a little bit femme. Did you ever answer if you? Oh, that was. Oh my god, never mind. Sorry, <laughs> I just realized. Never mind. Um, uh, there's a lot of pantyhose talk. Like yeah, a lot right. of focus on tights and pantyhose, all coming from Dorinda. About Tinsley. About Tinsley. Because Tinsley wants to dress like a five-year-old. Yeah, and her Mary Jane's. <laughs> um, she has baby voice a little bit. I think she does it, like, because she thinks it's cute. Yeah. Yeah, I think she was just raised that way. 
<laughs> no, I think mean, she's like taking a page like from Paris. She was raised as a baby. <laughs> she's, an, she's actually an adult baby um, that they found. Um, and then Tinsley also announces that she wants to be like Eloise and live in the hotel for two months. And I related to that very, very hard. I've I actually related to Tinsley for the entire episode. <laughs> for better or for worse. Mostly for worse. Like everything she does wrong, I'm like, uh-huh. Like, like the fact that she would like waste money on a hotel instead of like renting an apartment just so she can be irresponsible for longer and like have maid service is so relatable to me. Mm. If I could afford it, I would totally do that. Where do we think our money's coming from? Well, she was born into money. The Mortimers. Yeah, she's a socialite. Okay. Like, she was rich and famous, bef- not fa- she was famous by, like, New York society standards, like, long before she was arrested. Yeah, yeah. So oh, she, and sure. that guy, like, she was just, like, a rich, a rich woman, yeah. Um, I'm always reminded of, like, Titanic, where, like, the money's running out, but we have to, like, act like it's not. Mm-mm. That's, like, true of so many of the housewives. They all, that's why they all end up, like, in foreclosure. Oh. Uh, oh, that is so depressing. So finally, <laughs> Lou makes um, Bethany talk to Ramon about the trip. Mm. And then we get the... It's like a 15-minute fight in this episode. <laughs> Including one of the one of the worst Bethany moments, which was her yelling at Tinsley for looking at them. <laughs> <laughs> that, made me, that made me like so mad at Bethany, honestly. And then she did the very same thing later when Ramona yes. and, and, uh, and Sonia, Sonia were, were rehashing yeah. Yeah. There were a lot of good Ramona... Mo- she was being obnoxious, but, like, there were a lot of good things that she was doing that were obnoxious. But she doesn't... Don't you find her this season to be, like... She just, like, seems so weird and off that, like, it's hard to watch her argue with someone. She's just not making a lot of sense, and she, like... I don't know. It's, like, unpleasant. Well, there's, like, there's points in the conversation and the fight, and even there were points when, like, she and Lou were talking in the store or whatever, where, like, you could see the wheels turning... But, like, her not processing the information correctly and, like, responding incorrectly. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, when she claimed that she only has three photos framed in her room. <laughs> wait, wait, and she was crying. And one of them was of Bethany, her, and Carol. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, looking around this home... You've got, like, only, like, three photos framed, and they're all of you and Housewives, so... <laughs> so that's what I hope you, and I have I hope comment. you tearfully tell, tell <laughs> Bethany that sometime. Tell Dorinda that one day. <laughs> I just have a picture of you, John, and my boyfriend. <laughs> uh, is there anything else? Well, there's the oil and vinegar thing during dinner, and Bethany's like, oil and vinegar go together. Yeah, nice salad dressing. Nice salad dressing. Um, I don't know. I feel like I need to rewatch that dinner scene again yeah. because so much happened, but so much didn't happen. But you, okay, I just have to say, like, I think because I've been watching Atlanta a lot, like, one of the things that I admire so much is that when they're fighting, they're so sharp and on all the time. Like, everything they say is so pointed and, like, shady and great. And when I watch, like, Ramona and Bethany, like, Bethany is just, like, super composed and never, mm-hmm. like, is not, like, ever giving into it, really, at all. Yeah. And Ramona is just, like, saying nonsense. And so it's not as fun to, like, watch that. Yeah. Um, like, I appreciate it, but I also, like, want Ramona to, like, pull it back and, like, I don't know, Bethany to maybe, like, give a shit. Yeah. But the good thing, at least, though, is in this franchise, unlike some other ones, they 
we'll just move past. Like, they agreed to not talk shit about each right. other. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, in, in Beverly Hills, we'd be fighting about this forever. For, like, yeah. Three seasons. And Ramona invited herself to Yeah. Stay. Which was actually <laughs> incredible. Good for her. <laughs> well, I mean, that's one of those other, like, open secrets. Is like, they have to go on the trip, right? So, yeah. like, it's yeah. not like... Although, like, I mean, I don't know. Like, did, did, did Bravo make Jill, like, show up to Scary Island unannounced? Or was that, like, a Jill Zarin decision? That was before they started going on these trips, I think. Right? That was, like, the first big trip. Yeah. But also, I I think um, in the more recent Jill and Andy, I don't know, either the most recent one where she was on Watch Robins Live or the first, like, one-on-one, she talked about the fact that, like, she told the producers, like, oh, this would be, like, a fun idea for me to, like, go surprise and surprise them. them. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, do it. Da, da, da. Wow. And then she said, oh, and then the producers, like, had them all lined up. For when I arrived, yeah. like a, a, it was a firing squad. I mean, Joel didn't know there had been enough drama. Is the <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> um, so, oh, before we get to the blind date, Ramona with her trainer. Oh my god! Talking about her dating life, how she was getting drinks with a guy who wanted to watch her get effed. Who among us? <laughs> I've been on that. I've been on that date before, and I handled it the same way. I've known people who are into that. Really? Yeah. That's, oh, wow. not, that's not that uncommon. It, I feel like it's a lot of, like... Oh, my God. I feel like it's a lot of couples who've been together for a long time. Oh. Then that's, like, one of their things that they, like, compromise on. Mm. Well, there's two different kinds. There's, like, a voyeur thing of, like, I want to watch you and someone else because it's hot. Mm-hmm. And there's a humiliation thing of, like, I want to watch you cuck me, like, tell me that I'm not going to do it. No, it's true. There's, like, two different fetishes. Mm-hmm. And, like, I definitely understand the voyeur thing, like, more. Mm-hmm. The cuck thing is like a whole separate beast. Isn't that what like people call each other on Twitter? Yeah, but like a cuck is someone who is like who's been cheated on. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole mm-hmm. fetish of like having someone fuck your spouse in front of you. Yeah, mm. that was just interesting that she was so forthright because normally like. I mean, back well, last in the day, week, she was like... Yeah, but last to... week she admitted she gave, like, 30 blowies and she got divorced. <laughs> so, like... What a long way she's come from walking off stage during the first reunion for Alex's nude New photos. photos. Yeah. <laughs> Yet she still tried to shame Bethany with the nude movie of On a waterbed! <laughs> Maybe, was it the waterbed the problem? <laughs> like, she, like, really <laughs> <on> the waterbed. <laughs> Honestly, though, like, if you have sex in a waterbed, you deserve to be shamed for that for the rest of your life. That's, like, Bryn's, Bryn's friends were coming up to her in school, I cannot believe your mom <laughs> was on a waterbed. <laughs> like, what's a waterbed? But, like, yeah, it's terrible. You, I feel like at this point in, in the world, you have to, like, really try hard to find a waterbed. Like, I feel like they had their moment probably back when Bethany filmed this, but... <laughs> like, I don't think they still exist anymore. Yeah, like, who makes, does Casper make a waterbed? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, waterbeds, would you have to, like, empty them and refill oof, them regularly? It's, like, nauseating to think about. I think they just, like, you just throw in some chlorine and wait for... <laughs> to clear, clear itself out. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, so, the, the blind date. Unwell. <laughs> the Wait, which? Who? Tinsley. Tinsley. She's just a drunk. I mean, like, there's not... I don't think it's that much more complicated that she's just, like, really drunk. Well, like, bringing up the ex. She's, like, what... She's a certain type of gal. She accidentally said I love you to him. (laughs) (laughs) Again, I say who among us. Well, you've never said I love you on a first date. (laughs) Dan is, like, the most careful, like, calculated person I've ever met. He would never... 
like I, I feel like I, I have caught myself many times being like, but I like, like I like you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, no, I, I find that I found that whole scene to be very hard to watch actually. Between Carol like pushing her so hard to like make it work, and and like Tinsley just getting drunker and drunker, yeah, and that guy like it was fine, but like it was the whole thing which made me feel grossed out. Yeah, like I thought he was fine up until like he made her take off the ring, which like she shouldn't have had the ring on in the first place. But I was like, oh, dude, you're being weird now, right? And now you're sharing a couch and. Everyone's sweaty and... <laughs> also, Adam was just, like, so passively sitting there. Yeah. yeah. So Adam. Well, he realizes it's how many good summers does Carol have left? <laughs> God. <laughs> just two. So this is, counts as one of the two. Mm. The one we're currently no, in. I, I think, like, the one we're living in in 2017. Okay, but, like, the, really, like, and now I do think that Adam and Tinsley are going to end up, end up together. Yeah, like their end game. You, you thought there was a spark there. <laughs> I just feel like their end game. I feel like Carol's gonna be like, like you said, she's gonna be like, I, I, he needs to move on, and and Tinsley's right there, and she's gonna babysit the kids. Oh, <laughs> she's gonna be a voyeur. No, <laughs> she's not gonna be in the. She's not gonna be in the room. I hope not. She'll be in the living room hanging. Honestly, out with you could Adam do Spurs. worse than watching Adam and Tinsley have sex. Hmm. True. Uh, I'm just saying. No, I agree. Dan like doesn't find Adam attractive at all. Yeah, he's right. Insane. Uh, we got a big preview for the vacation, which we don't know how many episodes it's going to be. Hopefully, eighteen. Well, <laughs> yeah, we get them packing first, and this was part of the show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, first of all, <laughs> Luann opens a drawer in her home, and it is her statement necklace drawer, and we were all like gabbing about that, and then all of a sudden you hear Luann go, "I love my statement necklaces." I was disappointed by how small the drawer was. I thought there would be more statement necklaces. Why are you side-shaming her statement necklace drawer? I would think it'd be more like on, on yeah, display. Yeah, like hanging. like On display, on display. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Each and every day. I think she's probably still trying to figure out like her yeah. space in Tom's closet. Mm. Yeah. I, I felt very pandering to gay Twitter to me, by the way. The to, acknowledge, to acknowledge her statement necklaces. Yeah. Is she very, knows what she's like, doing. Good for her. She is a professional. And Dorinda for getting bathing suits. Bikinis. <laughs> Dorinda? So bad at packing. And just, like, doesn't have a memory. Yeah. Pray for Dorinda. And then we get the preview. And it's pretty much what we saw, like... It's all the same stuff. in the yeah. trailer. It wasn't anything new, which was a little confusing. But I guess, like... It was helpful to see it all together. Together, yeah. Because it seemed very long, which makes me think that it's at least two episodes. Mm-hmm. Did they not say next week on how... It was, like, it was, it's like, like coming, coming, up. coming up. Got yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, coming up means two weeks, and then we would definitely have, like, a finale party. So we still have a good three episodes left. Do we, we don't know how many episodes in, in the season? Mm-mm. Oh, right, there was a whole thing about how they were going to shorten the season. Which, I don't think they're going they're to. Not, yeah, because this... This was if, 15 or 16? This was 16, so then we have 17, 18, and then 19 for a uh, finale party. And then three episodes of Reunion, probably. Mm-hmm. They, don't, they, don't, they never do fewer than three for these old shows oh, today. Yeah. For New York, they've done three... For years. For years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we learned today the the uh, the couch for the reunion because they filmed it today. Mm. So it's uh, from left to right, it's uh, Tinsley, Carol, Bethany, Andrew, and Andrew, then Ramona, Ramona Sonia, Sonia Doran, and Luann. 
Lou all the way at the end. What I think should have happened is Car- or Dorinda should be between Carol and Bethany. Why? Because yeah. she has more beef with like Sonia, unless something crazy happens during the trip. There is isn't isn't Dorinda kind of cool with everyone though at this point? Yeah, but the person that she fought with most is with Sonia. Sonia. I just think she's gonna like have a really easy reunion. She did. I think she's been so like neutral this season. In the vacation clip, she did like snap at Bethany. But yeah. I feel like she would get away with that because like Bethany just laughs at it. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. She turned us a little sloppy in that clip. Just a little tiny. I love it. And it's her original sloppy. Um, the maestro. Yeah. <sighs> the original sloppy blouse. The first time she was that sloppy, she was wearing that same shirt. Oh, really? Shirt. Yeah. Interesting. To uh, Heather. Is there, do you guys have anything else for New York? No. Okay. No. So we'll take a quick break and we will be back with Orange County. Yes. So we are back with OC. We kick it off with quinoa bowls. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, it was like it started with like some big little eyes cinematography. That was great, beautiful. The editing this season is like next level. <laughs> Even down, did you notice this when speaking of quinoa bowls? When Shannon was making the quinoa bowls, as she chopped. Oh, the, yes, it went along yes. With the music. Yes, yes, yes. That was like that was artful. I. Like I watched the, <laughs> they air like a preview, yeah, like the ten minute preview. Yeah, yeah, I watched that like over the weekend, mm-hmm. and then I watched it when it was live, and then I watched it again, and that, that still impressed me. Does all anyone times. watch iZombie? But me, no. no. That's the sound effect they when they're making food on iZombie. It's the same rhythm when they cook. Oh, oh my god! I wonder if they took a page from iZombie. It was literally the same. It's the same. Like it was like sh- a shot for shot remake, but like without the brains. Um, <laughs> that wasn't Shay. They just they cook brains on iZombie. Hmm. Oh, Shannon should have cooked brains maybe, for David. Maybe he would have appreciated it. Yeah. I, I mean, God, he's the worst. How did they go? It feels like every season they're like on a complete different plane with their relationship. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I feel like he's just so clear, like he's clearly like having a problem with her weight gain in a way that like he'll never admit on camera. Mm-hmm. But it just like. The way that they talked to each other and the way that he was like, at least it's healthy. Like, I was just, I just feel like there's something going on there that's, you know, not just Shannon's self-esteem suffering. Yeah, that is one. Which is so gross. He's the worst. Ugh. I know I already said that, but I'll just keep saying it whenever appropriate. <laughs> one cold, cold home. But at least there's Archie the dog, who is adorable. And the ladies of rock. <laughs> what? <laughs> the three daughters. Oh. They bring life to the home. Also, quinoa's delicious. Like, oh, I, I don't know quinoa. what the problem is here. I know. I would like... That's an OC thing, though. If you went to LA, people would appreciate it. Well, hers was too squishy, so it might be a <laughs> Shannon problem. Also, you have to rinse the quinoa before you cook it, she or else it's that. soapy. Okay, but they... Can we talk about how she blames her weight gain on Vicky? Yeah. <laughs> I have some problems with this. I think she's, like, changing her tune now, like... After the fact, like, I think she's giving some interviews saying, like, there's different reasons, but... She posted that really long Instagram yeah. post. So why don't you like it, her blaming Vicky for this? I don't know. I mean, it's like, I... It's weird because I did think it was okay for Vicky to blame Slade for her plastic surgery, because, like, that was valid. <laughs> mm-hmm. But for... I don't know. It just feels like waking is something that, like, everyone deals with, and it just seems, like, really easy to say that it's Vicky's fault. Right. But, like, you get, Vicky's done so many horrible things that you could, like, you know... 
it just seems weird to be like after like last season was like a, a bridge too far and suddenly she's like you know can't cope anymore yeah mm-hmm. well I, I, don't, I don't think it's like Vicky in general if anything it's like the fact that Vicky brought up the abuse stuff sure I still don't really buy it yeah um so then we do get we transition from Shannon to Vicky Kodo, Kodo through the years <laughs> I love like the flashback oh of, like God. Lori in the home <laughs> like acting confu- all confused I'm excited for their new offices. Are you? Michael can really roll the roost. I, I really liked I really liked uh, Kelly making reference to Donald Trump via The Apprentice as though he's not the president. Oh yeah, I know. I, I was thought it was so that. weird. I was like, you know, he's like not just a reality star anymore. When do you think this was filmed? It's hard. Oh, to it's tell like with before the things. election, huh? Well, no, I'm I, like it still would have been weird because it wouldn't have been like way far before the election. Right, it would have been like on the heels of it. Yeah, I would say like at the latest this fall. Are they going to do a scene, like, mirroring New York where they're all celebrating? I... I (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I feel like they're just going to not really acknowledge it. They won't acknowledge it. I think New York is the only one that they, like, really can. No, Atlanta, they they will. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's it. Oh, yeah. Maxine Waters will probably show up on Atlanta. Ugh. What a dream. But I feel like it was, like, Phaedra who had all the connections. True, but maybe she passed them to Portia. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) She she gave Portia her Rolodex. (laughs) It's interesting, though. I feel like the viewership... Like, I always assume viewership is, like, liberal-minded people, but it's not really, right? Like, it's a pretty... It's pretty mixed. Right, so Andy kept on doing those polls for Watch What Happens Live, like, that were Hillary or Donald, and Trump always won. Yeah, but I don't trust that stuff because, like, you don't know who's actually, like, people, you know, who's actually voting and who feels like they have to vote. And, like, if I were watching, because, like, like, let's say you were, you know, not, I'm not politically identifying myself here because I don't, I don't do that publicly. Mm-hmm. But let's say you were, like, a Hillary supporter watching that show. You wouldn't think I have to call, you have to call in and vote for Hillary. Whereas if you're a Trump supporter watching this, like, liberal, like, this gay dude talk about, like, politics, you might feel more compelled to vote in that. And so that would sway yeah. the results. I don't know. We, that, I do think it's MAGA fan account that I came across. <laughs> no, I do think it's more mixed than like than I than like I would expect. Yeah, but I but I also feel like because it's Bravo, they wouldn't want to show like they they they're sticking to one side. Like they wouldn't want to show people who were real excited about Trump being elected. Right. Yeah. God, I hope Vicky has a party. <laughs> <laughs> um. So oh. Well, then, like, Kelly and Vicky, like, sit down in the conference room, and they just start dragging the other women, and, mm-hmm. and like, Vicky's identifying herself as the popular girls, and... Called Brooks a bad boy, which is hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> bad boy. And then, like, they were talking about the bodybuilding competition and saying how boring it was, like, watching paint dry. Go to, who cares? Go to work. I like, mean, <laughs> you were basically saying that last week about, like, Tamara's... Between that and her oh, getting yeah. into Jesus, so maybe I'm team. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, Tamara like it needs a new storyline, right? Like we haven't figured out what that is yet. No, I yeah, I guess. Well, maybe now that her daughter's eighteen, she can like talk about her, and that's yeah. Why but she needs up. like a like she always has something that's like very specific. It's either it was like I want a baby, then it was like <laughs> I am a bodybuilder. Well, before that, it was I am a Christian. Like it's always something very specific that she does through the whole season. I think it's going to be using her faith to get back with her daughter because we know now that she is back with her daughter. Like she went to like her graduation or something. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, She also has like Eddie being gay to deal with. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's the other (laughs) plot point. (laughs) Uh, Which 
she's going to Lydia's Bible study to deal with all her issues. And that's how we get reintroduced to Lydia. Oh, yeah, as I'm going to my friend's house, and then it's Lydia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, her friend who's, like, on the same page with her. Her close friend who's clearly been watching the show for the past few years. <laughs> yeah. has to pretend that she hasn't been. <laughs> it's my favorite. Oh, I love when they, like, refuse to acknowledge that the show is a thing that's on television. Right, but they also, like, there's a whole thing of, like, you know, every time they introduce, like, a friend of the housewives, like, they've been on the show for, like, if, like, Gina comes back, it'll be, like, Vicky's friend Gina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, like... I like what they used to do, and this was, like, back when the cyst and deceased fight happened. <laughs> Every one of the women who was at the party who wasn't a main housewife was listed as OC housewife, which I liked. Right. I thought that was better. Yeah. Like Quinn Fry, it said OC housewife. Yeah, that's respectful. Yes. Um, we check in with Megan and her dog, Girly Girl. Of course she has a dog named Girly Girl. It's like baby. Didn't Megan also leave the OC? Like, didn't she move? Like, what happened with that? Remember she was, like, gonna leave the show and she moved? Yeah. She was, like, in St. Louis, I think, around the time of the birth. And then got sucked back in. Yeah. I mean, I like Megan for whatever reason, but... What's your readout of uh, Jim? Oh, I mean, I don't like him. Yeah. He's starting to grow on me. Watching him as a father... (laughs) (laughs) Are you serious? Watching him as a father... She's really beautiful. A father and daughter. (laughs) Except Megan said to her fucking baby daughter, beauty is pain. Oh, yeah. She's she's just being fun. Oh, my God. We have a Megan defender in our midst. (laughs) Because, like, people forget that she was the one who exposed Brooks. Like, people don't give her credit for the fact that she, like, made that happen. That was a master of first season on her part. And people like totally like, like I feel like she was like as soon as that happened people were like eh like Megan for like like kind of didn't deal with the fact that she was you know an instant icon but that's fine yeah I think because she didn't have a strong second season for herself yeah but I feel like even I mean like and this is picking up on things that I like read online because I wasn't watching at the time mm-hmm. but it seemed like people were already sort of over her she had a slow that. build her first season because like the intro wasn't that interesting but when she went on her little hunt sure. But I don't like her. I don't like her putting the little headband on baby Aspen. I'm like anti those baby headband things. That's yeah. I mean, the baby seemed really uncomfortable, which thank God he pointed out that like the baby was like clothes <laughs> that were not comfortable. They were just cute. Yeah. It's very Judice. Yeah, very Judice. Yeah. Except like not. Are we saying Judice now? Is that what's happening? Yeah. yeah. Is this like your last name? How it can just like defending Judice Judice? It just yeah. floats around. Calabrese. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so then. Steve, we meet Steve again, the retired de- detective that Vicky's dating, and he calls her Victoria. Yeah, and Brianna's a fan, and they ate weird salads together. Um, I, like, will never not be depressed by how quickly Vicky picks up serious, like, relationships. As someone who cannot seem to find anyone, I just feel like it's... <laughs> she, like... Because she broke up when she and, and Don got divorced, she had Brooks, like, Waiting in the a wings. minute later. Yeah. I mean, well, I know that that was starting before they were really broken yeah. up, but then, like, how long was she single from Brooks? Like, I guess last season? I think when you lower your standards <laughs> enough. <laughs> well, at least he's, the Steve guy seems nice. But there's already a report about, like, domestic violence, wasn't there? Huh? Really? I might create, there's some, some violence, I'll look it up. I'm dropping hints. Oh I don't, I, listen, I'm shook. Um, I'm gonna find this, and not make libelous claims about people. Well, while you look up that, the worst part of this episode, Kelly died doing a vaginal rejuvenation plot point for the thousandth time on a Housewives franchise. At least in Sydney Barshop's place. Uh, yeah, she should have flown to New York. 
We did one just last season in Atlanta, didn't we? Yep. And then, like, right before New York, many seasons after Barsha. Okay, so this was not domestic. Vicky's new man hit with restraining order after punching a, quote, punching assault and, quote, gun claims. Hmm. Like, current or, like, in the past? It was in 2012. Oh. Mm. Before he was in the spotlight. So, so someone's digging up. Someone's digging up dirt and giving it Are to Rayar. Blind Steve fan? No, I'm not a Blind Steve fan. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he's better than Brooks, but like... Yeah. Uh, but she... Kelly said something weird during when she was talking about her vaginal rejuvenation. Mm-hmm. Like, she tried to make a joke about lesbians. Oh, she did make a joke about lesbians. That. Wait, when she said, what do you call two lesbians? In a closet. And then she was like, a liquor cabinet. Oh, yeah, that was terrible. Her mom, oh like, my yeah. god, I'm now just getting it. <laughs> Wait, you didn't get the punchline? You just thought it was like a failed joke that had no punchline. <laughs> oh my god. Me saying it back to myself, I just understood. Oh my god. It's eyebrow humor. Uh, uh, Lydia? Her mom still smokes pot. Her husband's still sort of hot. S- sort of hot. He's incredibly hot. <laughs> There's something off there. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not feeling it. With 100%. Doug McLaughlin, I'm a big Doug McLaughlin fan. <laughs> I love. I love her mom too. I love all of their Twitter accounts. Are like OC Lydia, OC Doug, OC Lydia's mom, or whatever. They're just leaning into the brand. I'm really. I, I mean, are you guys not Lydia fans? Because I'm so happy she's. Oh back. no, we are, we are definitely. I feel like she was also really underrated, because she was like weird and fun, and then she like called Slade in this shit. Like she was like. She was like, you know, she knew how to like be part of the drama, but also like rise above it with her fairy dust. I mean, she to me, she's like one of the rare young successful housewives, like successful at, at the show. Like usually yeah, they bring on a young one, right? And mm-hmm. they don't. Yeah, I will say that I didn't love how she had to kind of like because she's been off for a few years had to like come back and like you know hear all this drama and then kind of re- like like be part like you know join in and like try to get them back together and it's. A little contrived at this point. Yeah. Like, Vicky seems so far away from Tamara and Shannon right now that I'd, like, wonder how this is all going to work. We also, like, we just did this last season. Yeah. And it never, it's just not going to work. I mean, I kind of admire the fact that Shannon's still on the show but refuses to, like, actually be friends with Vicky, which is, like, you know, how many housewives stick to that? Like, I'll never talk to you. Yeah. That's usually, like, a recipe for getting kicked off the show, a la Bethany Jill Zarin. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, Bethany and Ramona are, like, what, fine now? After Bethany was like, I'll never talk to you again. Yeah, because they're professionals. They know. Right, because you can't, you can't. You're like coworkers. Like, yeah. you can't. So it's crazy that Shannon is actually like stubbornly being like, Vicky's the worst and I will never be your friend. Yeah, I think she's like not even saying her name in interviews right now. Right. Oh which God. is crazy. It's like how the women of The View don't say Donald Trump. Oh, is that still a thing? <laughs> they say like, you know who in like 45. Oh, God. Um, That's the resistance. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing it. Good for them. The only other thing is Peggy was in the title card, but not in this episode, which... Oh, the, think, new, the new one. Yeah. The new Peggy. The new Peggy, which I feel like in prior instances when they're not in the first episode, like... They're not in the title. Yeah, yeah. They don't have a, 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 Intro a tagline. Or like, like Catherine Edwards. Yeah. Yeah, or like... Exactly. I was... Yeah. I mean, that's usually how they do it. People come on like a little bit later, and it seems it's like a con- contractual thing. Yeah. But she's in the next episode, so... Uh, and whose friend is she? Lydia. Lydia? Yeah, because there's something in the preview like, oh, I think you guys would really like my friend Peggy. Oh. I don't see, like, the two of that. I, like, I would have thought she would have been Kelly Dodd's friend for some reason. Yeah, that makes sense. 
I feel like Ke- Kelly has alienated all her friends, so I don't think Kelly yeah. has a lot of friends right now. <laughs> She's just a ship lost at sea. Um, okay, so let's take a quick break before we get into Lewis's journey through the many years of OC. All right, so now that we've talked about the latest episode of OC, it's time to jump back to 2006. Yes. So I think my first question is why? <laughs> yeah, why did you do Why this? did I do this? Because I... That's how I got into, like, every Housewife show. The only one that I watched when it started was Beverly Hills. Like, I'd never watched them. Oh. And so I went back and watched New York and Jersey. Those were the two, right? That I watched. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, Atlanta and uh, OC were my blind spots. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I was just deciding between them last summer, and I just picked OC. Yeah, which was dumb because it's so many seasons. Uh, but also, it was a great it's a great summer show, and so is Atlanta. Now that I'm doing that, like they're just really good shows to binge watch. So your first one was Beverly Hills. That was like yeah, and then I, I watched that like as it was airing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which because I that was also because like I all I was like sort of anti housewives, but I am from Beverly Hills, and I was like I should watch this. Mm-hmm. That was my old reasoning. So given that you've seen like OC in full, New York in full, and Beverly Hills in full, like which of those three like does it best as far as consistency in your opinion? Um, I think New York's the most consistent. Even those like dark years. I don't know. I mean, like, I haven't rewatched all of it in a while. It's hard to say. And now that I'm watching Atlanta, like, that's also really consistent. Um, I get the most joy out of watching, like, in terms of things that are airing right now, like OC and New York. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like the women on those shows, like, I like watching them, even if the storylines are boring. Yeah. Whereas, like, shows like Jersey and Beverly Hills, like, I can barely get through. Jersey especially, man. I mean, Jersey's real bad. but um, But even Beverly Hills, like was a slog for much of the season. Yeah. And, like, if, if Erica weren't on it, er, Erica Girardi. Not, yeah, there are no other Ericas. If, <laughs> I was like, I was like, well, I was like, because I was thinking of Erica Jane, and I was like, that's the same person. Yeah. Listen, it's been a really long day. Two sides of the same coin. Well, listen, if Erica Jane or Girardi weren't on the show, it would not be nearly as watchable. Um, yeah, but I feel like OC is always easy to watch. Yeah. Even when it's, like, incredibly depressing. Yeah. It's but so dark. W- would you recommend to someone who, like, wants to get into OC to jump in from the beginning? Or, no, like, is never, there what never. season you would have you to, say? like, um, probably when Gretchen shows up. I feel like you can't, like, unless you care about Housewives and, like, Housewives history. Like, mm-hmm. those se- the first few seasons are really boring. Um, like, I enjoyed them. But yeah. I also feel like there's no drama. And if you, if you think of the show as, like, table flipping and, like, wine throwing, you're not going to get any of that. For a long time. Yeah. You're someone who watches shows sort of similarly to how we watch them. Like, we want to know sort of everything, but, like, casual viewers of these shows, which is probably why New York doesn't do as well as, like, other franchises. They don't care as much of, like, some of the, like, crazy, weird stuff that we care about. Like, people can't sit and watch, like, these women who are really interesting just, like, be sort of normal. They need the, like knock-down, drag-out fights. Yeah. I mean, like, New York this season doesn't have an overarching, like, plot that they're all fighting over. It's, like, small, funny things. Right. Which I love. Yeah. You have to care about the women and, like, want to see them do occasionally mundane shit. Yeah. Right. And not everyone's here for that. Yeah. But, I I mean, I loved watching OC from the beginning because I was really interested in 
how the show has changed and how like it started off as being this like like a family docu series. Like it's really about them and their kids mm-hmm. and yeah. um there's just like zero conflict. And season one reunion, which is in Vicky's backyard, <laughs> which is like crazy. It's like such a it's such a bizarro reunion. Andy's not there. Um and they bring up that like Lori dated Slade after he and Joe broke up and then he and Joe got back together between when they filmed and the reunion. Mm-hmm. And they're like, are you upset about this? And she's like, not really. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just crazy. It's like, you know, that that's like this, that would be the source of like an entire season's worth of like, that's a fight, you know, for drawn out over 20 episodes. But back then it was much more like normal human behavior of like, yeah, this probably bothers her, but she's not going to like make a scene about it. Right, exactly. It's like, it's kind of interesting to look back on like when the different franchises were airing, like lining it all up because like everything kind of changes together. Like right. they realize like it's time they all have to go on vacations and like we have to get these women together in the same room more. And mm-hmm. right. Cause it, like the first season of New York was kind of their families as well. Right. It was only, I mean, it's like the table flip is the moment of like when, when everything changed. Yeah. The big conflict. Right. And scary Island was a year exactly after the table flip. But Cal- that was season three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Season two still has more of like Kelly and Bethany fighting, right? Yeah, but so I mean, they, like, they, I feel like they did kind of realize they had to bring in more like a, like a wilder personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the same way that like Jersey had Danielle right away, which is like they lucked out on like a volatile human. She's gonna be back. She's back. I think, but I feel like it's gonna be a new Danielle. It's gonna be so boring. She's not gonna like do any of this shit we want to see her do. <laughs> she's not. She's not. I mean, how could she? Was she gonna bring another guy with a gun to like an event? Like, that's just, she's not gonna do that. She's like, she's like happily engaged now. So twenty twentieth time. <laughs> this is the twentieth time's a charm. <laughs> um, let's talk about OC and like the dark moments because there was some. There were like a few years there. There were a lot of, I mean, like, yeah, I feel like it's been pretty bleak for a while, though. I mean, but like, even in the early years, it was bleak. Well, yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, season one, like, Lori's family stuff is so depressing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, it was never, I mean, her son was like a, I mean, he's still very troubled. Didn't he just get in trouble? Yeah. Like, for murder. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know exactly what, yeah, something drug-related also, but, um, yeah, I mean, that's never, it it was never, like, a light-hearted in that sense. Yeah. There's always, like, some element of darkness to it. So, like, it's not like Joe and Slade had, like, you know, serious issues that, like, whatever. But then y- you had, like, Lori dealing with that. Mm-hmm. And then when Gretchen comes on, her fiancé is dying. Did you go to Bass Lake? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been to Bass Lake as a Californian resident? No. Mm. But I want to go just for that. Yeah. Um, what an iconic was... moment. <laughs> Lynn Curtin, everything that right, happened with her. Right, right. And yeah, and also the show was happening like as the you know the housing cri- the financial crisis was happening and, right. and and you know you saw that play out on air like it started off as like sort of aspirational like rich people porn and then it was like Ooh. real life because <laughs> well, like OC was like where they all had fake money. Well, and like I think the other place you see it was Jersey. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, real, real stuff happens and, and, you know, also like they had to kind of adapt these shows because people lost interest, I think, in seeing how the other half lives when they were struggling more. Right. Like you want to see people who are actually going through it. Yeah. But I've been interested watching Atlanta also like that, you know, 
Cynthia's first season when she's like trying to get married and like can't afford her wedding because the restaurant's failing. I was like, that's something you don't you don't see that on Housewives a lot. You don't see someone being like, I cannot afford to have a wedding. Yeah. Her family's actively working against her getting married. <laughs> well, that that, that 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 too. God, the family's on Atlanta are just like real vicious. Oh. Yeah. It's amazing. I'm having some problems with Candy's mom right now, but I'm trying oh, to work through it. Oh, Mama Joyce. That I'm goes mom. on for seasons yeah. and seasons. Currently. Going <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think I care for her much. But. Later, you'll appreciate her. Later, they start to give her her own confessionals. <laughs> and she, she just becomes such, like, a little, like... It becomes like, a little, like, less angry and more, like, just a character. Well, I just, watched, character. I just watched the episode where she, like, got in a fight with Candy's friend at the dress fitting. Oh, where, yeah. Where yeah. she was, like... Which was insane. Didn't someone throw a shoe that she, she took her shoe off. <laughs> the old lady. <laughs> but it was it was unclear if she was gonna throw it or was gonna like use like was gonna like be wanted to be more spry to like jump in. Oh my god. Uh, anyway, not the point. Getting so, distracted. So uh, like from all the early OC women, are any are you interested in any of them still? Would you like to like catch up with any of them? I really like Joe a lot. Oh, interesting. Interesting. I just like her. Maybe she says she's like really pretty and seems nice. <laughs> I'm easy. Um, they did try to do that show like Date My Ex. Right. Yeah. That flopped. I also feel like Slade's an original housewife and I do feel like Slade should come back with Gretchen. I think they're a package deal. Are they ever going to get married? Or no, they, they like... can't get married. Why? Because he is like in debt forever yeah. and you oh. can't you take on someone's debt when you marry them. That was why they couldn't get married to begin with. Yeah. Oof. That's not going to change, I don't think. I mean, like, um, I also wonder what Lori's doing, but her return was so, like, she was such a different person when she came back that I don't know what that would be like. Right. She, yeah. she had such an agenda that season, which was an amazing season. But, amazing um, agenda. Yeah. Right. It was incredible. <laughs> it was just, like, the whole thing was so silly, because, like, once you found out what that was actually about, the threesome thing, it yeah. was, like, so, it was so clearly, like, you know, whatever, and, like, Vicky is so weird about sex that it just never really made that much sense. Mm-hmm. Um, what about, like, Tammy Knickerbocker? Pass. <laughs> <laughs> Although or Quinn. <laughs> what? Quinn. Quinn Fry. Oh, that like, full wig. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing about Quinn, though, is that she's in the background of the wine throw, just, like, standing yes. there, and you're like, who is that old woman? <laughs> in, <laughs> it's, in a it's crunchy wig. <laughs> I love that. When was the last time we saw Tammy Knickerbocker? Because I feel like she, she was pops the, up Wasn't she at the baptism? She, she was that Lynn. Probably. No, Lynn came back to sell her cuffs or whatever. Lynn came back to the... I have, I have it queued up. So Tammy came back season 10. She I was at the baptism, right? I think that's it. Yeah, I think she was at the baptism in the background. Yeah. Um, and Tammy's daughter... Was Tammy the one with the daughters? Or was Lynn's daughters? They both had, like, problematic they daughters, both right? had... Ta- Tammy had the daughters that energy drink daughters. were in the energy drink. Oh Christ! Which okay. is the crazy. It's like the one, maybe the only scene in Housewives history where like there's not really a housewife involved at all. Oh, you mean the fight? Yeah, when they're like fighting over the energy drink. Yeah, when they the, those girls were fighting over. What were they called? Like the OC Angels? Yes, yes, very good. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I can't. The people on that show have stuck around for a long time. Yeah. Ugh. Lynn's daughters. Lynn's daughters were the ones that one of them was like, like went into porn, right? Like, yeah, yeah. And then they were both were like pinuppy people. Also, all of the a lot of the OC kids are very into like raves and shit. My, like, very it was very MySpace, and like Michael still goes to like. EDM festival. Mike Wolfsmith, my husband. Yes. <laughs> His arms are so nice. God. I'm sorry, but Vicky's kids are the best thing that have been produced by that show. I have thoughts about Brianna. Because obviously on the surface I'm like, she's great. Like, she's so level-headed, yada, yada, yada. But then other times I'm like, 
she sits at the reunion every year and like defends Vicky. I well, like talks a lot of shit about Vicky or defends her. It just seems like such a weird toxic thing. No, they definitely have a bad relationship, but I mm. think that also like I think given that she was raised by by Vicky, like she turned out pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, she, she married she married track. her like her her boyfriend with the rage problem in like five minutes, but Ooh. oh yeah, like not a fan. I mean, I still got emotional when Ryan came back last season, but I admit that he has a serious PTSD problem. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, not that I'm a doctor, but uh, he freaked out on, on Lydia's mom, which, like, who does that? I, I was just watching that episode the other day. It's really unsettling. It's, like, so out of nowhere. And, and it's, like... It's, like, the way the uncle reacts and all that, you're like, oh, this has happened before. Oh, no, for sure. <laughs> but, yeah, no, and I mean, and, and uh, Brianna trying to, like, downplay it. Yeah. So, we learned before we started recording today that you're a Peggy Tanous fan. <laughs> I'm probably not even pronouncing Tan- that right. Tanous? 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 Why, why is that? <laughs> I don't know. I liked Peggy. She, because she had dated Jim Bellino. Oh, yeah, that was And they had that fact. whole, and that, because she was supposed to be like an ally to Alexis, and then they became like enemies. I don't know. I liked her. I don't have, like, I'm not, my thoughts on this are not super deep. I just thought that she was, like, mm. kind of underrated as, like, a one-season wonder. Although she was back as a friend of the season after. She, like, had this bizarre, you thought she was going to be a part of the show, but then she had this, like, bizarre thing where she came to the first party and then, like, left and was never heard from again. Oh, when in, you mean in the next season? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I always wonder with stuff like that if, like, it's just a matter of, like, maybe they film more and they edit them out. Like, we don't really know how much she was really there for, but... yeah. Um, one thing about her is that she became, like, fast friends with Taylor Armstrong right around the time that, um, mm. Taylor's husband died, and she went to the funeral, and, like, I remember her consoling oh, Taylor. Well, Peggy, Peggy's had, Peggy had some, like, real dark shit, too. Like, she was suicidal when she was going through postpartum depression, and mm-hmm. she talked about that a lot. Mm-hmm. They all have very, there's all very dark, dark stuff <laughs> in that world. Uh, so, in, a little bit more of the modern era... Heather Dubrow, how did you feel about her joining the cast? Um, I was a really, really big Heather fan until last season. Why? Like, when I caught up on the show, I was really into her. I don't know. I just thought she was, like... I thought she was a good voice of reason. And she was obnoxious in a way that I find interesting. Like, I thought she was, like, really... Like, she's the kind of person that, like, like... Growing up in, like, you know, Southern California, like, you know those women, and, like, they're sort of awful, but you kind of like them anyway, because they're, like, really glamorous, and they say, like, funny shit, and they're, like, not openly racist, and so, like, I felt like she sort of fit into that category where she was, like, she seemed, like, fun. Also, didn't she seem a little out of place, though? Well, not, I felt like she made it work until she suddenly got too good for the show, and then was really bad at it. Mm. It, like, once... I feel like once Terry started his to become famous in his own right, like really big with like botched and everything, that's yeah. when stuff started to take. Well, a also I like the underlying like tension there, the fact that he forged her signature for the show, <laughs> which is like which is crazy, which is crazy. Like he's that's ridiculous. Um, yeah, I don't know. I thought she like I, I I liked her her talking heads. I just thought I thought she was like a good addition to the cast for a while. But I'm glad that she left. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I could like. I wouldn't mind her coming back in, like, a couple years. If she's willing to, like, you know, get down in the dirt, but... Yeah. I don't want her, like, Bethany-style coming back, which I don't think she ever could. I think Bethany's tried... I think Bethany can't help herself, though, and she also has a lot of issues that keep coming to the surface. Yeah. I'm more, like, talking about, like, if she came back for, like, a, a Lisa Vanderpump role of, like, nothing. 
Right. I'm just like standing around, you know, <laughs> occasionally making a witty comment, but mostly just being like, I'm above it all. Like, you have to be willing to, like, you can't not participate. Like, that's very true. Unless you're Carol Redswell. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I think that also, I think that, that is wearing thin for a lot of people and will like, keep wearing thin. Like, she's not doing anything. Mm hmm. Um, going back to. Michael a little bit. Let's talk about because you tweeted multiple times about his friend Reese. Oh my god, I love Reese. Where what? is Reese now? Do also, you know? why did Reese's name spelling change? I don't know. It was R E S, which is a weird spelling of Reese, and yeah. they added the E back on. Could it have been a typo? It was several times as R E S. Oh, yeah. Granted the production values back then were not so high, so it's possible <laughs> yeah. that someone was just like, I don't know how to spell Reese and they just made it up. Have you uh, tried to find him like in 2016, 2017? I have I have not uh, tried to find him. I'm sure he's still hot though. <laughs> I think I, I did like a little Googling, but like I mean he could have peaked back in his He's still hot. I mean So but like okay, so Mary Fuck Kill, <laughs> Reese, Michael, or Shane Keo. That's a terrible thing. <laughs> Um, oh God. <laughs> I feel like I would have to kill Freeze because I don't know enough about him to appreciate yeah, what yeah. he's... Yeah, and then you don't you know what you're getting yourself into. Right. You fuck Shane and marry Michael. No, I think I would... Well... <laughs> it's hard because, like, I think... I don't know. Shane, if you look at his, like, Twitter now, is like, kind of got in granola and weird. Oh. Yeah. In a way that I feel like he probably is a little bit less OC now. than Whereas, like, Mike seems exactly like every guy I had a crush on like, in Orange County mm, right. for a long time, and I don't really, you know. Yeah, and when we checked in on, um, when we checked in on Shane in that, like, 100-episode special, he seemed, like, to have a level head. He also seemed super hot. Yeah. But he's never not been hot. They've all aged very well. All the Keo jeans. When does it start to go downhill? Maybe it never will. I don't think it... Well, I mean, I don't know what you're implying. <laughs> I don't, I'm not implying anything. <laughs> Feels like you are. Uh, no. Um, yeah, but what else? Any thoughts on Shinkyu, Dan? Uh, I was never a fan. I, like, I, the way that family fought made me anxious. That's totally fair. It was very, like, aggressive. Yeah, it was like the Manzos on speed. Yeah, like Manzo's but physical, not involving meat. Yeah, <laughs> they're like a harmless version. It's cute. <laughs> exactly. With like um, less emotional abuse between siblings. So Shannon Bador, love her or hate her? Let's go through all. Yeah, let's go. Oh, through all the Shannon. Cards. Um, I, I she's like I don't know. I was really into her at first, and less so now. Mm -hmm. So we're not seeing the truth now. Well, I just feel like she's like she makes me she makes me nervous actually. She makes cause she like always remember she started and she was like always on the verge of tears. I think I tweeted something like that where I felt like she was always gonna cry about something. Yeah. And it was like not fun. I just felt like she's a little she's too fragile and like her storylines are always so depressing. Mm, yeah. Yeah. But like her the, when she had to like tell her kids about or made like made her husband tell her kids about you know his infidelity. It was just like was so gross and depressing. Mm -hmm. She always brings like moments though that like I appreciate. Yeah, but also she gets in fights over nothing, and that always annoys me. Like, her fight with Megan over charity was such nonsense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, like, her, you know, whatever is going to go on in next episode with her and Lydia just seems like a lot of nothing also, where I'm like, you need to calm down. I think I'm just a Shannon apologist. So Same. That's fine. I mean, like, I get it. I just feel like she needs to, like, chill. And she had, like, a beautiful episode of Watch What Happens Live with Dorinda once, which, like... Sure, that'll do it. But Dorinda. But Dorinda, Exactly. Um, Kelly Dodd. Kelly Dodd. We know how I feel about Kelly Dodd. 
I'm not a fan of Kelly Dodd. No, yeah. There are, I was saying this before we started recording, yeah. there is this new thing. It's probably not new, but like the Kelly Dodd fans, I feel like went into hiding last year after all of the horrible stuff she did on and off of camera. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden they're out and about loud and proud. Yeah. It really, down. I mean, yeah, it just, I don't know why, like, I feel like Andy should have called her on that stuff. Yeah. Like, I think it was irresponsible for that to happen and for him to never acknowledge it. Agreed. Yeah. Like, she would have had a shitty, like, nonsense answer as to why she was openly racist, but, like, you can't say that and not have, not be held accountable. And, Mm -hmm. like, if they were going to hire her again, they probably just didn't even want to deal with it, but, like, they had a responsibility to, like, point out that she said this stuff. Right. Yeah, I thought they were just going to, like, let her go based off of that and not even, like, anything to do with what happened this And I think they would have had, like... I'm sure Vicky insisted on having her back. Yeah. And, like, the election went the way it did. Just <laughs> <laughs> You're a freak. Um, so, Megan King Edmonds, you're... I like Megan. Enjoying her. Yes. She makes great faces, too. Hmm. Never really noticed. Yeah, I never noticed. She has good reaction faces. faces. Beautiful the father. Face, the face she made when she when she waved at nothing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Was really special. She's oh, yes. Good. I did... That was one of my... Highlights from your breakdown of, uh, of it was so race. sad. It was so sad. <laughs> is um her stepkid gonna reemerge? I feel like no. Mm. I think now it's just like God. That was dark too. Everything's so sad. Yeah, it was so dark. It, that was actually really dark. It was like this. The stepkid was like being disrespectful to like her dying mom. Yeah, and then much. like Megan was just inserting herself in there when she should have just left it alone. I think. Ugh. Yeah, OC's so dark. It really is. I always think of Beverly Hills as like the dark one because their dark moments have was been the like darkest. Huge. Well, they had the darkest moment on any Housewives franchise. Yeah, but yeah. but it, since then it hasn't really been that dark. Right. I mean, Kim, everything Kim. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Um, <laughs> I guess like the 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 last big thing really is Vicky and Tamra. Um. I think Vicky is, like, one of the greatest things that's ever happened on television. I just find her, like, her arc to be so interesting. You and her agree on that one. No, I think she's, like, I think she's, no, I find her to be so fascinating. I think that she's, like, she is such a broken person, and she's found a venue to, like, channel all of her worst impulses, and I love watching that. I don't think that, like, it's, I think she's, like, a nightmare, and I would never want to hang out with her, but I, like, I find her captivating. For all her mistakes and, like, terrible behavior. Mm-hmm. Do you think she's the biggest nightmare of all of the housewives across? Oh, I don't know. That's, like, like a t- that's tough. I don't know. It must be her and Ramona, right? That are up there? I mean, like, I find Vicky less grating because she's just, like, I think Ramona knows better or should know better. Right. Although she's also crazy. I just feel like Vicky is, like, so beyond. And so into her own, like, thinks it's her show and, like, really has no reason not to. She's been on forever and will never not be on the show. Um, but I, I mean, I prefer Vicky to Tamra because I feel like Tamra oh. is so, I feel like Tamra's shtick is so, like, especially if you watch it all together, like, yeah. it's so performative and it's so, mm-hmm. like, it's so artificial and it always has been that, like, the only moments of Tamra that I really loved are, like, the back of the limo divorce because, like, <laughs> because that was, like, a real, like, I mean, I think it was sort of planned also, but, like, that was, like, a real moment and, like, everything with Eddie since then has been so fake. Mm. Like, do you think she actually cares about Jesus or bodybuilding or having a baby? Like, I don't believe any of that stuff. 
True. And Ryan, and her son's very depressing. Also. Oh God. And oh. Ryan. Is he still with a? Uh, no, they, Instagram. Mom? Well, they weren't together after during last season. They weren't together. But but they're both getting a paycheck. Well, like, they, yeah, and they have a baby together. But like, I, I think she's like staying involved in all this because like she gets paid to be on well, the show. That was like a radar online piece that we read. No, but like, actually, <laughs> true. I mean, like, but looking back on it, like, she just kept popping up in scenes, like where she would have never. <gasps> true, she was been there. She, she was on. She had there. Right, she the gas station when when Brianna was having. Like, <laughs> that was wild. That was really crazy. She rides around in the production van. They throw her out there whenever they need her. <laughs> that was that was awful when Brianna was like dying on camera. <laughs> so, final thoughts on OC. Final thoughts on OC. Yes. Um, is it if if. Someone's, like, into Beverly Hills and New York, which I feel like those are the two that... Or, and, like, Atlanta. Those are, like, the three people are into. I feel like... Miss yeah. OC. I mean, I feel like OC is, like, a pure distillation of, like, what Housewives is in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's just, like... And it's... I don't know. It's very real. It, like... With like, very fake people in very real situations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that tagline for the show. Did you go to Bass Lake? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think it's time for the one true queen and the freak of the week. Yeah. So you probably have heard this name over the course of the past week. Uh, the freak of the week is Rob Goldstone, who is the one who orchestrated uh, the Donald Trump Jr. Russian attorney meeting. But not only does he have that credit to his name, but he is more important credit. More important to come through Queen. He was co-executive producer with Alex McCord to the hit song "I Am Real" by Simon Van Campen. <laughs> Which, if th- those are the two big things of, in your life, I guess that makes you the freak of the weekend and also the freak of life as well. I don't know that song. You don't know I am real. Is, it, is that like that's is that like the worst housewife single? Would you say? Yeah, one of the worst. We'll play out this episode with the song. But Rob Goldson's going to sue us for not paying him. <laughs> um, He's got other concerns right now. Um, also, just there's all those photos of him with like young. He has the scariest social media presence. The comment on one of them that he was like giving off um, Lou Perlman vibes. Yeah. Yes. By his own admission, that was like great, solid. Um, so, Brennan, who's the one true queen? Well, <laughs> it has to go to eBay. <laughs> eBay, you queen. <laughs> they posted on their official YouTube channel this unwell ad <laughs> that uses a clip from the Real Housewives of New York reunion of Bethany and Dorinda... And are we going to play audio of it or no? No, because it won't make any sense. But we'll, I'll link to it in the show uh, description. I mean, I have a lot of questions about how this came to be. Like, did they approach Bravo about this, like, really specific clip that, like, I've never... Like, I would never remember. Yeah. And, like, for some reason, Dorinda is getting dubbed over by another voice saying, wow. But then Bethany's response is, like, the, her actual response from the reunion... It's just, it's so hard. To, it's like, you can't even describe it, but it's psychotic. And you need to see this beautiful eBay ad. Now, I, I guess I need to go use eBay. <laughs> I'm, I'm sold. Oh, God. Okay, well, that's it. For this week. For this week. Thank you, Lewis. Where can we find you on the internet? Just on Twitter.com. 
At Lewis Peitzman. Cool. You can find Dan at IDK, IDK. You can find Brendan at not Brendan. He, he doesn't have Brendan Davis. I, even though he's been fighting with that account for years. <laughs> if, oh, actually, here's, here's what you can do to help me. Whoever is listening to this, at <laughs> Brendan Davis, B-R-E-N-D-A... Wait, B-R-E-N-D-A-V-I-S. And please ask him to give me the account. Please. Uh, but it's been years. You could also, uh, while you're out there doing things, you could subscribe on iTunes or Google Play and leave a review there. It'll help other freaks like you find us. Um, and if you have any interesting tidbits, maybe a housewife that you ran into or an interesting and short story to tell, um, <laughs> call us at 717-47-FREAK. That's 717-47-FREAK. So, like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love us, love us. Please retweet. See you next week. Bye. Bye. I want to see you come through, queen. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.